0: Hey guys, this is Luke Gebauer with L.A. Custom Construction, and you are listening to the HBA BuildCast. All right, let's jump right into it. This is Mr. Brian O'Quinn with Meridian Homes. He's a local builder here. Before we get too deep into the rabbit hole, you gotta let us know what does Meridian Homes mean? Like, what does? Where did you get that? Give me the whole bio real quick.
1: Oh, it's a real deep story with just this really purposeful, you know, meaning. Uh, when I was a younger guy, I was actually an investor before I started building. I just flip houses. I was buying a bunch of rent houses, and um, when I had to do my first LLC, I wanted to sound professional, so I uh, got a, a phone book and just started flipping, looking at company names, and they had phone book, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like 22 years old. So this was like 1950. What? No, uh, 53.
0: 53.
1: <laughs> no, and I just—I don't think it was like Meridian Locksmiths or something. Like that. I'm like, oh, Meridian—that sounds really professional. And then so I went with Meridian Investments way back then, and um, to find out later that Meridian basically means median. Uh, but no, that's—and then after I started building, I'm like, well, instead of doing a whole. Uh, you know, whole new name, and nobody's going to be able to pronounce O'Quinn, you know, and, or say it right, or because it's it's a hell of a last name. People call me Mr. Oshion, Mr. O'Coin, so I'm like, yeah, I'm not going O'Quinn Homes. And, of course, then Barrett jumps in and takes that. Man, that's but, uh, sad right there. We oh, in man, San
0: I O'Coin? <laughs> hey, uh, I need to talk to Mr. O'Coin right there. I did look up Meridian last night. Wow, okay. Because the first thing I thought about was like, the only, the only meridian that I know is like the prime meridian. <laughs> and you so got it stra- right in front of strap you. Strap it on, bro. We're about to go back to school, right? Yeah, and I got the prime right now.
1: Hey, were you impressed? I mean, once you started reading, when you yeah, like, Yeah, I was wow.
0: like, uh, the meridian is uh, it's a body along which vital energy is said to flow. But it does sound really cool. Right. Thank you. All right. So you started investing and then- in real estate, flipping yes. a few houses. And yeah. then when, when was this? And then when were you like, man, I think I want to kind of make a run at this?
1: Well, again, when I was young, um, I just I started buying. I mean, back then you could buy houses at share of sales for eight, ten thousand dollars $10,000 and, you know, f- put some money into them and flip them. Oh, and yeah, it was just,
0: definitely the 50s.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was definitely in the 50s. Uh, actually, I was before uh, Carlton Sheets and all these things came out. I was doing it kind of before flipping was cool. You know, uh, um, I'd be the only guy there at share a sale, but like, you know, minimum bid. And uh, so I flipped houses for quite a few years. And um you actually
0: had to bring like a paper bag full of like tins and cash. ones. Yeah, cash. Yeah, you
1: just buy it and then go back, get a cashier's check. You know, back in the day, it was like the handshake thing. Like, uh, OK, just bring us a check back. I'm like, OK, I'll see you in a couple hours. Um, So um did that for a while and actually got really into it with a uh, a business partner we was always bidding each other up finally this other guy and uh so we went to partnership and we're doing 18 flips a year and um roughly and uh at that time we also had our own personal rentals and we started a company with it, both of us doing rentals so uh one day i just asked him i said what do you think about building rent houses you know um and it, at first it seemed a little out there but i wanted to have good quality rent house to retire on. That's actually how I got started building, just building little, you know, 14, 1500 square foot rent houses. And during that process, I'd have people ask me, Hey, would you build me a house? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not getting into that. And, um, just, uh, finally I ended up doing a spec, which turned into a custom midways and really wasn't that bad, you know, working with the customer and, um, So, uh, you know, I I said, hey, I'm going to kind of put it out there. And uh, after a while, after building for a couple of people, you know, so my business partner know that I'm going to kind of branch off and just build for myself. And it just took off after that point. Man. So you did a bunch of rental stuff. Are you still doing rental stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got I I think I think everybody should have rentals. It's um, I mean, it's basically mailbox money. You know, I got people that, you know, if I have a problem, I got my fix it guy to call and.
0: Uh, it's gonna be a good retirement. That's great, man. So guys that are building homeowners that have maybe built, you know, a couple of houses in the last five or six years, you'd recommend. Oh, now that in that's it?
1: a that thing that's gone. I mean, when I was building rent houses, I would go find lots that exist in existing subdivisions. I was buying lots for ten thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars. And I was back when you could build a house for 45 dollars $50 a foot. Um, I stopped building for rent houses probably about and I still, and let me backtrack. I'll do one here and there. Like I found a lot where um, it was just sitting there. I think a house had burned down, and I bought it for a decent price. But it's finding a lot in being able to, you know, make sure you're going to make some money on the deal. I mean, you need you need a net at least three fifty to four hundred, you know, above all your expenses. Uh, so that doesn't happen too often anymore. That's kind of, that's kind of died. So, you can't build a house
0: for 450, 500 grand and rent it out for a thousand bucks a month and making it. No, that don't work, man, actually. Well, it might be a hot minute before uh,
1: <laughs> I try to do that.
0: All right. So, now you're a full time, full contact, third degree black belt Jedi builder. That's right. Tell me one of the things that you really like about it. And then tell me one of the things that you absolutely hate about it.
1: Well, I got several things that I really like about it. Uh, uh, but you only get to pick one, bro. Damn. Okay. Let me think about this for a second. I really, and it's going to sound very cliche, but I really enjoy building people's dream house. Like, I mean, it's really at the end of the day when they're happy and excited, can't wait to get in, like counting down the days so they can move in. It's it's really cool. And, uh, you know, I feel like I, I, I build a good product and uh, I, I just love making people happy. All right. Now give me the one that you hate. The one that I hate is that the the transition of just society, this uh, perfection, whereas it's going to, uh, I mean, just really, it's gotten to be with Howls and Pinterest and all these things. And people are seeing these professional pictures that, you know, the profession, perfection aspect. I think a, a lot of builders are dealing with that. is they- Craig Soche
0: guys. Another shout-out, <laughs> Craig Soche. Making all of us look better than we probably really are. <laughs> that dude's a, he's wicked good on that camera. Um, all right. Speaking of customers. hmm um, that love to show you a picture that they've got on Pinterest um, and they want you to build their dream kitchen for mm-hmm. $3,500 because they saw it on HDTV. Um, give me the lowdown on th- the ideal perfect customer for the type of product that Meridian
1: Homes builds. And let me tell you, on the pictures, I actually like pictures because back before housing Pinterest, when people were trying to describe things to you, it's like oh, and you really need to kind of troubleshoot. Where now a picture is like, I want this, and I'm like, okay, well, that's going to cost X amount, you know. Uh, so it's you see what you're working with. Uh, so I, I do like the aspect of, of pictures.
0: And y'all still drawing them walls like that on that uh, sheet, bro? right?
1: Yeah, you know that, bro.
0: So who would be like the the like the perfect fit for you and what you're doing like currently right now?
1: I actually a funny thing. Um, whenever I have somebody that's super organized, which I think would intimidate a lot of people. Uh, But I've had a couple of customers that came in knowing what they wanted, had a uh, binder with like each, you know, pictures and, you know, for what they wanted with each room and, you know, descriptions. And uh, like even some of my vendors and suppliers were like, hey, you need to watch out for this person. You're going to really earn your money. And I was like, okay. But at the end of the day, when somebody knows what they're wanting, they're organized. it, It really... It makes my job easier, believe it or not. I had an engineer. He's he he had a binder that was 6 inches thick and he put it on a table our first meeting and uh he slid it across to me and he said uh does this intimidate you? And I said not at all. He said, "Really?" I said, "No." I said, "It shows me that you know he what you want." He slid the
0: binder across
1: the table. Yes. That's what okay. Just
0: making sure. <laughs> yeah. That's what No,
1: I just I knew at that point he he knew exactly what he wanted and I prefer that. It's it what really gets tough is when People have absolutely no idea. I think people just say, hey, I'm ready to build a house. Let's jump into it. And they don't even know what they want. And they get very indecisive. And um, those are a little tricky.
0: Yeah. So would you consider yourself kind of somewhere in between as a, I guess, as a, just as a person, not as a builder, like somebody who likes things organized, but you, you know, when you're creative, there's like, I think there's a, there's a stigma where if you're creative, I got you, you're just out there Mm -hmm. and you're just bouncing around, floating
1: around. I feel like I got a great balance. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I have grown into being very organized. I mean, as a younger builder, I was a a little bit all over the place and I do, um, I do have a creative side. I mean, I've I've found something that works for me with this style and I I feel like I have a unique style, like I'm a little different than everybody else. And um, but no, besides that, I have gotten really and I continuously grow like I'm working, uh, you know, weekly and monthly to I write myself notes. I, I really have gotten to be very organized with uh, scheduling, you know, with notes that my customers tell me if I'm driving and somebody tells me something that they want to do or that I need to look at. I'll pull over on the side of the road or do whatever and write a note in my little program that I have so uh why are you rolling your eyes man? what a nerd (laughs) but you know what the the thing is though from when you make mistakes or if you forget to do it then it comes back to bite you so i'd rather kind of nip it in the
0: bud yeah do you find that uh with the way things are or your personality or society technology that you feel like
1: it's harder to just you know talk to somebody or talk to them on the phone like does
0: everything have to be you know
1: no I do. I, I actually, I back up a lot of uh, uh, just conversations through text or if it's something really specific, I tell the customer, hey, I'll, sh- I'll shoot you an email just to verify that we talked about that. Uh, just because, you know, things do get lost or people think they said something or whatever. But um, overall, I I, I mean, I, I'm, I've grown selective of who I build for. I don't just build for anybody anymore. And I interview my customers and kind of, you know, feel them out and see what they're if they're going to be a little tough and uh, like I said I'll pass on on customers if I don't think our personalities will mesh well
0: so if you're out there and you are a customer <laughs> we will find you yeah I think that's uh, that's an interesting take Brandon was talking about that too like um, each guy and what I'm hearing and finding out too is that each guy kind of you know kind of now in the stage they're, they're finding their lane I think some of that is because the, maybe the market has hopefully allowed us to maybe find
1: some of that, like, which, you know, whatever lane that you stay in, which is great. To, I mean, if- and experience and and dealing with, you know, like you'll take a house, uh, you're like, well, I got to build the house. You know I mean? It came to me, but knowing that it's going to be, you know, kind of a rough person to deal with. And and then you end up kind of aggravated or frustrated through the job where, um, you know, now, I mean, I stay, I mean, I'm almost closed up for 2020. Like I may take two to three more houses for 2020 and I'm done. So I stay busy enough that I'm able to be selected.
0: Okay, so somebody comes to you and they're like, you know, we want you to build a house. Uh, you know, how many people? How many superintendents? How many offices? How many trucks? How many people? Blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. Do you know kind of like where your operating capacity is? Yes. And, and what? Do. And what's that going to probably be for twenty twenty? Well,
1: think? I basically I do ten to twelve houses a year, uh, custom homes. Uh, uh, low end would be around, you know, four fifty five hundred up to, you know, $1.2 million uh, is kind of my niche. And um, I'm my own foreman. I don't I don't trust anybody with my name. So I run my own job sites. And I only take in a, uh, the amount of jobs that I knew I can visit each job site daily. And uh, so at, e- at any given time, I'll have five houses, maybe six houses going. So between office work and meetings and going to vendors, pick, you know, I, I actually, I go out, I go with my customers to pick out you know flooring lighting granite all these things so between all that i need to make sure i have time to visit each of my jobs yeah girl
0: get them colors on <laughs> is that right yeah get that color palette you know <laughs> well good man that's great all right um the neighborhoods that you guys are you know trying to
1: stay in tell us about a couple of the areas that you're in right now well and first off i'm i build anywhere for anybody in ascension and baton rouge like if you have your own lot they come to me i'll build there but my two primary subdivisions that i'm in are a long form village uh, off of highland off of airline near highland by the new rouses and a brand new subdivision uh called Ennis wild which is brand new subdivision it's a uh, kind of blue cross blue shield off of blue bonnet and, um T- tell us a little bit about uh size lot size price range you know lot size are going to be um, 55 65 feet wide 135 deep uh the houses are going to be ranging in the mid 550s uh give me you know pretty custom homes um you know similar to long form uh just further into town okay long forms actually grown a a, a step we were in the 450 to 500 range uh on average uh, you know, it's we're getting bigger lots in the back. Bumping it um, up, baby. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Bigger lots, a little bit come bigger on, houses. So we're going on. to more like in the 600 in the entry up to, you know, seven and 800,000 in long form.
0: All right, time to break out your crystal ball. What do you think the Baton Rouge market's going to look like in, I don't know, five years? hoo Let me see. I forgot my crystal ball. Hey, and we are recording this, so mm-hmm. we get to go back in time travel whenever you are dead wrong
1: or you might just be right. Or, yeah, if I was right, you go back and be like, that guy I knew what he was talking about. No, I, I, you know, Baton Rouge has gotten really tight. I, I do think you're going to see a transition of teardowns and remodeling. I mean, it's, there's really not many places to do new subdivisions. And I don't see Baton Rouge stopping growing. Uh, so, and you are already seeing it like in mid city, which I'm doing some renovations. I also do renovations. I'm um, doing some renovations in mid city and, and some flips down there. At get time. out of here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, we need to talk out of this, bro. Come no, on now. No, come man, on. I, I don't need come no
1: competition. On, come on now. Come on. <laughs> come on now. No, but it's uh I think you're gonna see uh, more teardowns. Uh, you're seeing it around Lee Drive and you know his areas. I think that's gonna get to be a big thing. So do you think
0: that's gonna end up kind of superseding like all the new stuff we're doing right now?
1: I I, do, I think it's gonna kind of do what New Orleans did. You know, New Orleans kind of went that way. It's like they had subdivision, subdivision, but then they started going to the old air, er- areas, and you know, rebuilding them. Man, right there in Chapatulis. Oh man, yeah, on oh, Magazine there. the West Side, man, <laughs>
0: the best bank. I got a buddy of mine who lives off of um, Jackson Ave. Mm-hmm. So like Irish Channels right there, yep. and then Lower Garden District, and man, he
1: just said they are just they're crushing. You know. I did renovations in New Orleans uh, for a while when I had, uh, th- it was three of us. We had three partners and it was so interesting. I loved it. It was one of my favorite parts of my job, but New Orleans, dealing with, huh? yeah, New Orleans. dealing New Orleans. with the HDLC, with the historic district and they just, and a permit office, it makes you hate life. Um, I mean, they're just, each house that we did over there had a story. Like we, we did one house that was built out of a sunken ship and, uh, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> And look, when they pulled it off, you can see the old peck holes and all. And uh, you can't one make one this stuff
0: out. up. You can't.
1: But you know what? This same house, we had to reframe to save a window, a historic window. We had to reframe. Man, the you had to light wall. them candles and <laughs> hold that vigil <laughs> and pray. Get that little voodoo dog. Golly! But um, so that, and then we had another one. We we redid the house right next door to where Evan Aaron, Aaron Neville grew up, um, which ended up being a just a great house. Um, but I love the uh, you could really get dig deep into the create. And if you look back on my uh, Facebook page, you'll see that I have a, a New Orleans look to my houses, like a transitional New Orleans style. And I just I love New Orleans. I always have. And um, that was a great part of my job. But I couldn't deal with the permit office and the historic district. It, it just it drove me crazy.
0: On a scale of one to negative zero. Uh-huh. <laughs> How awesome is the permit office down there
1: compared to ours? Who's winning the cage fight? That's what I want oh, to know. Bat- look, Baton Rouge, as tough as they are, is nothing compared to New Orleans. Really? Hell, it's, it's, it's horrible. They'll cut you down there, huh? Look, look they will stop your job. We had a we had a neighbor that didn't like the—you're going to think I'm lying. We had a neighbor that didn't like the color of our house. She said it was too bright of a white. and was blinding her, and she was able to stop our job. Like, we couldn't proceed work. The permit office stopped our job because our paint was too white.
0: Okay, so come to Brian— Build a
1: house. You help design the house. You help pick the stuff out.
0: I all do. Of the above. I actually.
1: I just changed my my signage, and I'm uh, kind of rebranding. It's uh, Meridian. I've taken the homes out. So I actually, I changed it to just Meridian Design Build Renovate. And um, the design is. I, I go when a customer comes to me. I I take them through the the entire process. I go with them to the architect. Um, you know, which is really a, a difficult time for a customer not know what they want. And for me, after looking at plans for what 18 years now, it's like looking at a matrix, like I can see the house built. So I'm able to help them through that. And, um, you know, kind of put my, you know, it came to me because of my style. So I'm able to help them with that. So I, we go through, uh, plans. Uh, I also have a decorator, Amy Walker that I work with. She comes with me. So she'll help my customers with colors. And I go to these meetings, we go, you know, we start off with granite because, you know, you start with countertops and everything bleeds off of that. And we go to pro source and, we really have a good time. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, um, uh, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. I'm, I'm, you know, I like to joke around and it's, it's a fun process, but, um, so yeah, I kind of, I'm with you through the entire process.
0: Mr. Brian, I didn't know this and I should have, uh, won the, uh, the Dragon X 9000, like (laughs) best home of the, of the build show last year. Right. Yeah, didn't the Parade of Homes, yes. Yeah, the Parade of Homes, man, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I didn't even, I didn't even know that. I, I've, I've you see the house around town or publications and or I whatever. thought we were like that, man. What's, dude? I don't. I mean, look, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to pour some concrete. Like after this, I got to get on a job for real. Uh, no, but I did, and I didn't know that. Um, I didn't, I didn't know that it was your house until I put the piece together. I have a, a some family. She's a a designer builder in uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and she comes down whenever we have the parade because she's she just likes to come look at you know different product. A lot of the uh, I didn't realize a lot of people that draw here they actually draw a lot in Jackson. Oh wow, uh, yeah, um, and uh, she's gotten some plans from Caruth, uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 um, and Mike, you know, at onsite. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, she came through, and uh, I remember her talking about this super rad house in Long Farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming to find out it was yours,
1: man. Yeah, cool.
0: Really, really cool. So congratulations. Thank you, it was,
1: it was a fun house to build. I really, this thing Are came you going up. back-to-back this year, dude? Back-to-back champs? Are you doing I, the back-to-back? I'm, I'm really, I'm gonna try. I mean, it was you fun. Gotta, you got a parade this house I this do. year? It's okay. actually gonna be my personal house, so uh, uh-huh. even a little more fun. You better
0: bring that extra zero on that checkbook, you know girl, if you want that one. You know what's coming. Yeah. yeah. You have mirrors know. all up in the closet, the master <laughs> closet. You got an island in
1: that closet. I do. Why well, do mirrors? I don't do the island. Okay. Yeah, takes up too much space.
0: Oh, see, I like that. <laughs> that was a trick question. You passed. Congratulations. Sweet.
1: Awesome. All right. Um,
0: so Baton Rouge, you think is going to go towards possibly some uh, some more tear down renovation stuff? Like the the guys, the new guys that are that were uh, you know the usual suspects that are doing a bunch of new stuff. Mm-hmm. So if if some of the n- We'll say the new development starts tapering towards tear down, renovation, whatever. Is there is there something that you would say to like maybe an owner or another builder to hedge? Like, hey, you might want to go ahead and get Prime Meridian to do your house in twenty twenty now because (laughs) now people are gonna be like,
1: oh, let me look up Prime Meridian Homes. (laughs) (laughs) It is Meridian Design. It's Meridian Design guys. Renovate. Um. No, I really don't, man. I think it's really, and that's my speculation of where things are going to, I think it has to, I just, after we just had an HBA meeting, I was talking with a a good builder friend of mine, Scott Barwell, and uh, we were talking about how tight it is with lots in Baton Rouge. I mean, you don't have a bunch of places to build, especially in town, you know. Uh, Hushu Two Road, you know, you have a development there that's that's uh, really nice. Uh, La be, Customs.
0: Be, be careful. That's right. You can run this, <laughs> that's stomping grounds right no, there. but bro. you
1: you got you're getting lots in that area that are and really nice. But in town in Baton Rouge, it's very tight, and you either got to be way down by University Club, um, which I have friends down there. It's really far, a lot of traffic, or you know, up off Lee Drive with um yeah, um Oh Ruzan. Ruzan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perkins, You know, that's Perkins, it's up there. But um yeah, yeah as far as like kind of central town, I mean, nobody can afford Willow Grove. I mean, that's going to three fifty, four hundred a foot. Uh it's crazy in there. Uh, so that and it's almost done. I mean, they're they're on the last lots right now. So that's over with. And where else is else there? You have inniswold Oaks or whatever, inniswold estates. That was only maybe twenty lots, and there are that's already almost built out. And uh, there's just nothing in sight. So
0: one of the guys that we're eventually going to – we better have on here is uh, Captain Hogstrom, who's flying the the on-site ship over there. They're just a juggernaut monster. He is the – he is – the obi-wan kenobi for these like pocket developments like you know and i would say maybe ennis Wild in some regards kind of like a
1: it is it's like a pocket development because it's a big pocket it's a big pocket yeah Yeah. how big are those lots over there they're uh i want to say their average size is about 50 by 130. 50 so it's gonna be like um you know kind of front low garage um i was smart enough to grab all the corner lots i got all but one corner lot and uh because i like a Side rear entrance. I like more of a look on you a house. You want to see some
0: architecture. That's right. It's like going to cost a little more to
1: build. But yeah. uh, to me, the uh, exterior elevation is what brings people into your house. Um, so I grabbed all the corner lots. and um, But other than that, it's going to be front low garage and decent sized backyard. But the, the location, you cannot beat it. I mean, it's right there. You're on the interstate. And I timed it from my house that I'm framing, driving on the interstate three minutes. Where else are you? And then you're by the mall, you have all the restaurants, G Alexander's everything right around you. You buy Whole Foods and all in ten minutes. It's perfect location.
0: The last four years that I've been a human. I've been to the mall four times. I believe in that. four years. I do believe <laughs> it's, that. And it's usually like the day before Christmas with mm-hmm. my kids because we gotta go get something for mom. <laughs> yeah. And we I think we've stopped at like the same Three three places. I forget. Like I forget. There's all kind of stuff on Bluebonnet. Mm-hmm. And then um, I went to visit um, a close friend at the hospital at the new the new Children's Hospital. Yes. Yes. I took a video when I was driving up. It's like an amusement park. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. There's like I mean, it's like LED lights, and I mean, it's like. <laughs>
1: Very cool. Yeah,
0: it's like Epcot or something. When in it, it, it's not, it's a hospital, but it's not. It's, they did a incredible job. I mean, I I didn't, I'm like, I didn't even know there was this much land left on Essen. Like, but it's it still has like, oh, it's just, it's like a pocket that's left. Like if you fly over Baton Rouge on the map, it's like you're, Oh yeah, that's three lots. Yeah, we we can tear that down. It is. In, it's got. We that can way. put like eight lots in there, and the neighbors are gonna love us because all we got to do is lobby for two years and tell them that we're gonna we're gonna promise them the world and build eight foot tall brick fences, and that's only gonna cost seventeen million dollars. Well, did,
1: did you see they're talking about developing that little strip when you come off? Of, let's say you're leaving the mall, coming on that little side road to Segan Lane, and you take a right on Seagan. That little strip of land behind that old subdivision. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They're talking about developing that. It's like. You know, fifty feet wide. Uh, what what are they gonna do there?
0: It's funny because I I am one hundred percent for capitalism and you know all the the good things about that. Yep, same here. And growth because if if dirt's turning into concrete and rooftops, I mean that's that's good for for guys like me and you. Correct. And then like the guy, the homeowner. I'm like, man, do I really want to live next to somebody? Do I have how do I have to have a neighbor? Yeah. And I think you go through like the life cycle where you're like, oh, um, yeah, I need to live in that neighborhood. And then
1: it, it is. I agree with that. Look, I came from Prairieville. I just moved in a long form about, oh geez, two years now. At first I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this, you know, kind of community where you're right on top of each other, but I love it. I um I really was nervous about it because I'm I'm from Piapa, man. Come Boy, on, y'all got
0: Rouses right there. Yeah. Boy, Donnie's killing that Rouses right there. <laughs> man, on Friday night we go and we get that buffet on the
1: side. They oh, got man, man, get that pool of <laughs> pork. Yeah, no. So I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a, a, a coon ass, you know. I mean, I grew up with nothing but laying around me and water, and I, I really like that. Uh, and then Prairieville was great, and Prairieville turned into like this little trafficky. Kind of chaotic place, so uh, I moved out of Prairieville to get away from the traffic. But um, no, I actually have, I I do enjoy the local community feel. We have, it's awesome. We have like uh, little uh, parties at people's houses. I would we'll just be talking in the street. I really enjoy it. Yeah, you're not invited. Uh, <clears throat> don't don't get that look. <laughs> yes. No, it's it's a it's a great subdivision. I've, I've thoroughly, I'm building my next house in Long Farm, um, which I had bought a lot on Old Blue Bonnet to. You know, it's a house and lot to tear down to build my house, but I'm gonna put that on hold because I'm enjoying Long Farm so much.
0: Wow. Kids, how many kids you got? I got seven. That you know of? No,
1: I'd, uh, I had three. I got- um. You had three or you have three? I have three. Oh, okay. Did okay. I say okay. had?
0: I think you did. It sounds like you're trying
1: to get rid of them. I, I am. I- yeah, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> they cost a lot of money. LSU loves me. <laughs> uh I have uh three. I have um two boys and a girl. My oldest, uh Brennan, um who is a aspiring builder, he's graduating from LSU in um the end of December. And I can't wait, he's coming to work for me. He he is um he's a 1950s kid, just hardworking, honest, dedicated, focused. Um he built his first house completely on his own at 21 years old. I'm talking pouring the concrete at you know five o'clock in the morning. I'm at home drinking coffee, biting my nails. But um, he did the whole thing. He started working with me when he was 13 years old, and always knew he wanted to build houses. And you know, when he comes on and he's asking questions. What is this for? Why are you doing that way? I always knew he would do good. But like I said, he's um, he's done really good with
0: it. I like I like him already. If he's a '50s kid, is he a red man or a Marlboro red guy? Does he roll him up tight? You know? Yeah, tight no, he roll. rolls them
1: himself. He grows his own. Tobacco. Chuck Taylor's. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's a good kid. That's he's going he's gonna be a better builder than me.
0: So I know we were talking the other day and I thought you were joking, but you were dead serious. You gotta tell us real quick the story about you're driving down the road the other day, past I think it was past the airport. Okay. You're neck deep in it, the sword's out. I mean, you're just cleaning how solving problems, solving problems, and you see this thing up in the sky, and all of a sudden your brain blacked out, and you said, What?
1: We're we going back a couple of years here. No, we're talking about the airplane, dude. Oh yeah, 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 what, yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's been a couple of years. Yeah. Well, no, I have. I got my license, my pilot's license in March of this past year. Okay. But the whole, that but whole, the light bulb went yes. off a couple of years. ago. It's actually a, okay. a little. Uh, that that actually was the final nail. But I had friends that were. Um, I didn't embellish that too much, did I? No, no, not okay. that too much. It kind of like, went like that. I do right? carry a sword. Um, okay. So no, not not too bad. Um. But uh, I had friends that were going to watch LSU play uh, in a national championship for baseball. What was that? Two years ago? Uh, I don't want to talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I know it was terrible. I do not but want to talk really, about I drove
0: when, twenty hours one way. Okay, well, through there the you night. Go. There you go. In the driving snow and rain, right. backwards and up three miles of hills, barefoot.
1: Barefoot. Well, these guys flew up there, and uh, it was a friend of mine, Jeff Willing. They're they're flying up there, and I'm like, how awesome is that? Well, anyway, was it day two? We lost. You know, we've been flying for a little
0: while, by the way. Like, it didn't just happen for the national title game. Like yes. we've been... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, look, it's always I'm gonna been... I'm going to circle back to the flying
1: been. A, it's always been an ambition of mine to 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 be a pilot. Um, it just, I've always loved aviation. Even, like, if I'm driving through New Orleans, I got time, I pull over and watch the Jets take off. I'm like, oh, man, that's so cool. And then, yeah, one day I was just... I'm driving and I saw a plane taking off in Gonzales. I'm like, I'm going to be a pilot. And uh, just kind of started the deal then and I mean I love it it's it's the coolest thing I've the hardest thing I've ever done and the coolest thing I've ever done in my life
0: so have you flown commercial since you've got your pilot's license oh
1: yeah I mean I'm not gonna stop flying commercial this is I mean uh, I have a, a plane that does about yeah 200 miles an hour across the ground um, so you know if I'm going to California I'm gonna do commercial or you know England London you know Germany I'm gonna do commercial <laughs>
0: so whenever you're ready to go get a burger at the beach yeah for a 45 minute flight that's right look me up bro i got a couple of questions for you regarding like landing the plane whenever after we're doing this whole design build thing because i feel like the form and fuzzies are like the pictures and then like or say the parade you're walking in a parade house and it's like walking through the new car lot you know right of course nobody like nobody ever says like hey let me go walk the plant and watch how this thing's put together right so while you're doing it after you're picking stuff out you and you get to the very end Mm -hmm. what are some good like builder practices that that you've picked up or learned along the way that helps kind of like merge like onto the like we're gonna land the plane here right here's the key here's the key you like that huh Mm -hmm. here's the keys to your house um, because once the power, you know, it's like once they see the powers on, they're like, all right, when can we get in? When right, right, get right. In? You know, I thought you said, blah, 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 blah. like, when's this <laughs> happening? What have, you, what have you, I guess, learned or put together over the years? Of like, hey, man, this is what I do. This this has really helped me.
1: I keep a very open line of communication. Um, first of all, I'm very easy to get on the phone from if it's a... Now my dad says, "Uh, you know, answer when I call or my wife is like... But when it's a customer, I... Typically, unless I'm in a meeting, I'll I'll answer and say, hey, I, I can call you back in maybe 10 minutes. I'm in the middle of something. But I try and answer as often as I can. And I keep a very open line of communication of what's going to happen next. Here's where we're all we're getting to this stage, uh, you know, working on getting our occupancy permit, you know, getting our power turned on. And I'll always give them a rough, you know, kind of move in time, you know, within a, a you know, two week period. And um, just kind of um, know, I guess I just stay in touch with them on it.
0: Do you um do you have a, a a special get out of jail free formula for what's the best way to say close out or execute like a punch list?
1: Well, yeah, I do actually. Whenever we get towards the end, which a punch list, I mean, you're a builder, you know, it's in building a house from ground to sweeping the floors out. A punch list is one of the most difficult things because it's the, it's the tedious. It's really digging dirt. People get on their hands and knees and looking under cabinets for, you know, things and, um, so it's really, it's a tricky thing, but I do. Man,
0: how many rolls of blue tape you go through on that punch side?
1: <laughs> house look like a chicken <laughs> pot. I know, right? Um, no, but it's, a. Uh, I I do, uh, I start kind of a walkthrough process before we're, when kind of when we're wrapping, everything's up when I'm trying to get my occupancy permit. I'll meet the customer there and say, have y'all, you, know, you know, keeping notes on anything. You have anything you need to look at. And I personally do my own walkthroughs. I try and get as much knocked out before the customer gets the house. Uh, to where I'll have like a list of eight things and you know, some painting to do, but um, so and then so once we get to the end, uh, where it's almost move in day, they've already given we've already had a walkthrough, we do that punch list, we got everything done, and um, if we have to tie anything else up, we'll do that at that point. But I, I reassure them that this is not it, I do a 30 day walkthrough, uh, and I let them know, don't don't worry about it unless, unless it's something electrical, air conditioning, this and that. If you see a little nick or something, we'll get it on a second walkthrough. I have um, great subcontractors that if there's anything, like we had a water heater issue on the last one. Um, I don't remember what it was, a setting or something, but they were there so within 30 quick, minutes.
0: It's a, ladies and gentlemen, it is a water heater.
1: Not a hot water. It's heater. It's
0: not a hot water heater.
1: Did I say hot water? No, no, no. You did. You said it right. I just okay, wanted to make sure. Like, no, you
0: totally did. Okay. It's uh, it's a little bit of a rub, I guess, for me. Yeah. Because you're I'm
1: triggered. If it's hot water, why what heat? The it? Cool kids are saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Man, I need that hot water heater working. <laughs> well, it heats up cold water, and then it turns it into hot. Right, bruh. Yeah. May you is it a is it a hose pipe or is it a hose bib? Uh, two different things. I know, but it's like it's it's kind of it's kind of like you know when you say hey uh like or why do we say hey like, hey can you bring the check? They're not paying you to right, eat, dude. Yep. You're paying them to eat. Are we really having this conversation? Well, around? I'm just thinking like it, it's.
1: <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm, look, it's a, hey, I'm That's just, a whole I'm, other. That's a whole other um, podcast. Poli- I'm,
0: I'm polling. I'm taking a poll right now to see. I'm just kind of like sizing you up, bro, to see what kind of guy you really are. Yeah. Just wait till we get to the rapid fire; it's gonna <laughs> blow your mind. These are um, these are very uh, case specific questions. All right. Uh, you get 40 points for an answer within a half a second, and you get no points if you don't answer at all within a half a second. It's a lot of pressure. So you do the math real quick. Ready, Captain? All right. Is the weight stated on your driver's license from this decade or the last one?
1: Who Definitely the last one.
0: You're that guy, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Nah, because I don't care enough. Okay.
0: Because you don't care enough. Yeah, obviously, because your wife's calling, you're not answering. Your dad's calling, That's you're right. not answering. Yep. I mean, you just don't care. I don't. All right. We're going to jump back in the plane real quick. We're okay. in We're in a plane, mm-hmm. your plane. Yes. But we're also in a time capsule. So, like, time is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. When it comes to this, we're just flying in space Mm -hmm. or in the sky, whatever. Your mother-in-law is, is in the plane with you. Okay. But she's worth a hundred million dollars.
1: Oh, I like her more now.
0: Okay. But Drew Brees is in the plane with you. Okay. There's only two parachutes and there's three of you guys in there. Yes. Planes going down. You either save mother-in-law who's worth a hundred million or, and remember we're in a time capsule here. So time is irrelevant. Okay or you save drew Brees, and the saints win the super bowl for the next 25 years in a row and it's always against tom brady who are you saving
1: man i i gotta go mother-in-law i mean i like i really like money and what it does i could buy more planes uh yeah i'm going to mother-in-law and look i love drew i love the saints but no you don't i do no, you don't. Yeah, just not that much. I'll never flying. Not a on hundred million, million. Forget much. our lunch <laughs> on the
0: beach together. You can forget that, dude. Oh man. Okay, frat strap, costas, a tech tee. You got a meeting. Okay, emergency meeting with a customer. First impression. Are you grabbing your frat strap, your tech tee, or your costas? Which one are you bringing? You only get one.
1: I don't even know what the first two are. Yeah, you're that guy. Okay, yeah.
0: Did we really land on the
1: moon? Uh Yes, but I, I would not be surprised if some evidence came to say that that was done in a Hollywood studio.
0: I'm still on the fence about yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I mean, so if they're like, hey, we have proof, I'd be like, okay, I believe it.
0: But Like, now Fourth of it. July, Neil
1: Armstrong, yeah. the Sandlot, uh-huh. you know, sticking the flag in. Yeah. you know, I'm like, yeah, I mean, we had to
0: do that, We're right? a pretty
1: awesome country. So, I mean, I think we did.
0: I mean, if we didn't, that space jump like trick that they pulled with the cameras in the 60s that's pretty serious oh yeah it's a lot
1: of black and sand though
0: yeah maybe so um are you a three
1: second rule guy five second rule guy are you a double dip guy uh definitely not a double dip I hate double dippers um I'm a five to ten second I'm really if it falls if the floor is clean I'm all right. (laughs) don't put much thought into it I'm not like counting All right. I do pick it up and look for hair though
0: yeah, I don't do the hair.
1: Yeah, no, I don't eat hair.
0: But do you blow it off? I do go? blow I do the blow it off. Okay.
1: All
0: right. Friends or Gilmore girls?
1: Oh, friends. I mean look, I'm stuck. My wife watches that uh still almost every night going to bed and I'm stuck with with friends. So Gilmore never, Girls, I don't know if I've ever seen an it of that Would it offend
0: anybody in this room if I told y'all I've never seen either one?
1: N- not at all. I've never seen You'd a full I've never seen a full episode of either friends is good I, It's it's a funny show um I don't I don't mind it Gilmore girls I, I really I'm even trying to I know the name I'm trying to place the I don't even know what it is it doesn't matter either. yeah
0: um all right this one we're gonna this one we might we might need a little couch time on this after and okay. I'm, I'm I'm totally down for it mm-hmm. to get like to get it all out but yep. did you did you cry when Joe Burrow ran out that last time I did not so I, I'm not a crier uh, you're a flyer yeah, like weirdo, you, weirdo. Um, I had so I'm I'm in the stadium and there's grown men around me. Uh-huh. Grown men, yeah, like real men, mm-hmm. like grown ones. And dude, you this, cried? Just I did. I well, I I, mean, I it's got already out there. I kind of got. I, I, I kind of got emotional because they were like
1: emotional in it. Mm. I'm like, I, I mean, and, I, emotional and crying are two different things. Why? Like I, I was very motivated. I was very emotional about it. I think it's the coolest thing LSU's seen in so long. But I mean, to like cry, I'm just I don't know, man. Dude, after 15 years Did of you, not having a quarterback, are you? Hey, I'm with you. Me? It's awesome. Whose side are it's, you on? Hey,
0: do you need a hug? I'm gonna need one after okay. for sure. All right. All right. And finally, we got to circle back to this LSU thing. All right. You okay. need a kidney. Mm-hmm. There's a match. Okay. Okay. But the only match is their are fan and their alumni. Are you taking the kidney?
1: Oh, man. Yeah, I gotta go no, I'ma just lose the kidney. Right with you, man. Say I like this guy. So
0: ladies and gentlemen, when you are house shopping in longfarmestates.com.
1: Long Farm Village. Whatever. Yep.
0: Ennis uh, Wild rated PG-13. <laughs> uh-huh. You need to call Brian O'Quinn.
1: O'Quinn. Wah,
0: wah. That's with PrimeridianHomes.com, with
1: Meridian Design Meridian. Build Renovate. Luke.
0: All right, guys, thanks for thanks for listening, dude. Thanks for coming and thank you, in. Luke. It was I, great I think, you think I think we had a good time. If y'all can't bit.
1: tell, me and this guy I do know each other. Sorta, kinda, maybe. <laughs> All right,
0: guys, we'll see you next time on the HBA Build Cast.